Welcome back, everyone. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? Hope you guys had a great week. Yes, for sure. Uh, I um, had an amazing week. I think. I don't know. Whenever this comes out. (laughs) My week was fine. A little ghetto, but it was fine. Yeah. Can't complain. At least I'm alive. It's all in perspective. All in perspective. Got it. Okay. Perspective. All right. So today we are here to talk about societal and culture, cultural. Yep. Societal and cultural expectations. expectations. <laughs> wow. Of women, thirty years old and up. Okay. Yeah. Um. I we brought this topic up because I experienced. I just went to a wedding, my brother's wedding, and um, I experienced some pressures myself um be a family about when am i gonna get married when am i gonna have children although i've been regurgitating to everyone that that's not the plans i want for myself and that's Mm -hmm. never gonna be the plans i think i've been saying it to them since i was like 14 but yet here we are when they say what do they say like when you go to weddings like it brings out different sides of people like Mm -hmm. women who weren't concerned with marriage all of a sudden want to get married and mm-hmm. then people start talking about babies like people get married and like oh when's the baby when are you gonna have the baby it's like can we just enjoy our marriage right um so i was pretty frustrated i was already irritated because i was hot as fuck and then somebody very close <clears throat> to me kept pushing the baby and the marriage she's like i just want you to find someone that loves you and that would marry you and i'm just like so you're telling me people that i've dealt with don't love me and don't want to get married to me like bitch i was very close to like reading her for filth but my sister was there and she's seen where i was at like where i was going to get and she kind of like intervened and you know told the person like you know jessica's made it very clear from day one she doesn't want that i think we should just respect that so thanks, thankfully my sister was there so that lady wouldn't have to like, we wouldn't have to fight. Um, but yeah, have you dealt with any pressures with family, especially with our age, our grown age? At this big age, yes. Um, <clears throat> culturally, it's a thing like, you know, growing up, especially for girls, like at one point in your life, you're told you're not allowed to have boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Go figure. You figure out how to get them anyways. Yep. Then you start to go to college. Then you get questioned, where is the boyfriend? Do you have mm-hmm. one? And then if you miraculously end up with a decent guy, right? Mm-hmm. From, from, from the list of, they- from your list of expectations, mm-hmm. not what they want, right? Then you get bombarded with, oh, when are you going to get married? And if you guys... Pro- have mm-hmm. lasted that long to proceed to a marriage you you get married then when not even maybe six months into the marriage you're already getting asked um when you guys getting when you guys gonna have a baby yeah. not realizing that when you are married that's a different phase in your life and you yeah. want to enjoy each other together and learn alone. each other Learn each other a little bit better before the child comes in. People fail to realize children disrupt a lot of stuff because everything is about them. Yes, you have to make time for your significant other and for each other mm. as a couple. But children disrupt a lot of stuff yep. that when you, when it's just y'all two, you don't have to worry about that because it's like, oh, we're going to go out today? Bet. Let's go. You want to take a trip? Bet. You don't have to worry about babysitters. Who's going to watch a kid? Yep. Or if you already have children, you can't bring them on a trip too early because their immune system isn't built up yet so typically you wait when they're like what six seven months then you yep. can probably take them somewhere with you um but there's a lot of things that take 
people don't take into consideration, especially in this day and age, mm-hmm. this fast paced life we're living, that is totally different from when we were born in the eighties. Like my parents didn't have a lot of people around to help watch me as mm-hmm. a child. So like it was a lot of maneuvering and planning. That's why my dad's big on, you know, when you have a kid with someone, you two have to communicate to know the ins and outs on how you guys are gonna plan your day or your mm-hmm. week when it comes to both of you guys working, you have small children. Yes, family are always there to help, but if your village it, You know, the title, the whole concept of, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. I understand that. I truly believe in it. But nowadays, the village is still working. The village is still fast paced. The village isn't what it used to be back then when grandma was home all the time. The village had one working working parent and the other one kind of home to kind of maintain like the house and stuff. But it's not the same anymore. Now it's like both parents if both parents mm-hmm. are still together, um, are working to provide for that child in the home. And even if both parents are no longer together, but the, the main common denominator is to care for the child, right? Mm-hmm. So when your grandparents are still young, in the sense where they're still of age to work, maybe hard for them to babysit, right? Mm-hmm. And me personally, if my parents are still working Monday through Friday, I don't want to bombard them on the weekend to just drop my baby off to them. I mean, their grandparents, they're going to want to take their grandbaby, mm-hmm. right? But I but want, them to, want, their I want them to enjoy their time off from mm-hmm. work, right? And then you may have siblings that, you know, they may be helping, but people still have their own lives too that we have to be mindful of. And I get it. You know, if you have a child, you have a child because you want to have that kid, not because society told you to or family told you to, because trust and believe as many times people say, Oh, Peggy, when are you gonna have the baby? I'm like, all y'all that have been trying to place a baby in my freaking uterus, be prepared to, to be, babysit. be called on, to be babysit. prepared to get that phone call yeah. because I was just reading up on something before coming here. Mm-hmm. And I started to hear it a little bit more, and they're saying a lot of healthcare systems in America need to start implementing this phase mm-hmm. that they don't, but outside of the U.S. they do the fourth trimester, mm-hmm. and this is the the semester trimester where the baby is already out of your body, but this is the time for you to bond with your child, time for your body to heal, mm-hmm. you breastfeeding. Um, there, I was reading the comments and I was reading the list the woman made. She's like, you know, don't let anyone tell you you're holding your baby too much because this is the time you your your womb was their home for nine months. Now yeah. they're outside of that comfort zone that they only really found comfort in you, like you holding them to your chest yeah. so your baby can regulate their heartbeat, get accustomed to you. I mean, in a sense, they're already accustomed to you anyways. Mm-hmm. But being accustomed to being outside of the outside of the home that they were in for nine months, yeah. you healing. That's the time for moms to heal. And we know in America, America is so big on telling women what to do and what women should do with their bodies and, oh, you know, getting rid of abortion in certain mm-hmm. states and stuff, which doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, you want me to have this kid, but you don't have any system put in place to help me. Even as a working mother, I may have money. I don't have a millionaire lifestyle where I can afford a nanny or make some yeah. women probably can't even afford a doula and a doula. I think that would be the one of the best things. And I would definitely invest in getting a doula when it's time for me to have a child and a midwife mm-hmm. um, because we know as black women, our rates of dying while giving birth or after giving birth is 10 times, if not four times higher. I don't know the numbers, but it's higher yeah. than white women. <clears throat> and even if we are well-educated and we have the money, we're less likely to be cared for because it's assumed that when we ask for pain medicine, we're, we're going to get addicted to it. We're trying to like, what lady, I don't, Technically, I don't want to take this medicine because I want to breastfeed my child and I don't want my medicine that I'm taking to affect my child because whatever yeah. I take, it goes to the breast milk anyways. So, um, 
And that's a, there's so many factors to it. That's why I tell people, stop asking women when they're going to have children. Because one, you don't know if they're dealing with infertility issues. You don't know if they can't have kids. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I feel the, like people who, I mean, granted, it's easier said than done. But for the yeah. people that do want children but are dealing with infertility mm-hmm. and are being asked when are you going to have a baby, I think you should just make the other person stop, like, t- taking the uncomfortable of their question and not reciprocating it i would reciprocate it i'm like i can't have kids my uterus doesn't work that person would be shocked shocked and wouldn't know what to say but i guarantee you they'll stop asking they'll stop fucking asking um and it might not even and and, and that's just me assuming but like it could also be the men and that's what something that we don't discuss often is like women just people just assume when you when you're having infertility issues that it's the woman but it could also be the man mm -hmm. um but because of men's ego i'm I'm sure no wife or a girlfriend is going to um say that out loud Mm -hmm. so i mean for me i would have just I, you're not gonna leave me with that uncomfortable feeling. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable and make you realize how inappropriate your 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 question to me is. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, if if you assume that I want children and I don't have it at this time, why? Like, you ask it, it's gonna say, "Oh yeah, I forgot. I I dropped it on my to do list. Let me go." Mm-hmm. Or I could be dealing with a medical condition where what what wouldn't yep. be feasible right now for me to get pregnant, mm-hmm. or I me mean, getting pregnant would cause me more harm. Yeah. Or the baby harm or the baby wouldn't be viable after a certain point because of the medical condition I'm in. This is why we got to stop asking women, oh, when are you going to have a baby? Don't you want kids? Yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? So I totally agree with you. Start start making people feel uncomfortable and feeling stupid of asking people those type of questions. Because I, I rarely see people approaching men like, when are you going to have a baby? Like, when are you have kids? Like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, y'all yeah. quick to ask women that and it's like crazy to me so what i wrote down before coming here do you want to know do you would you assume that they asked a woman first because like men can have children whenever at whatever age but i think the reason why the question comes up so much for women is because of that clock of like there's a time because you're born with all your eggs and essentially they just keep Keep losing them. Keep losing them as you get older. And obviously, the older you get, the less likely that you'll have enough eggs mm-hmm. to produce um, children. So maybe that's the reason why people ask women more than ask men. Because men can have babies at like 80, 90. My grandfather has definitely made proven that point. Um, but for women, it's obviously uh, uh, age. Um, I mean, maybe, but I mean, since the dawn. It's still of- insensitive as fuck, but it I would assume that's the reason. Oh, I forgot to, well, I forgot to add it here, but I'll throw it in there when time comes. So mm-hmm. I wrote down just tidbits. These mm-hmm. are my thoughts on it. Like for society, I wrote down that even though society has gotten more modernized, there's been some movements and understanding yeah. um, with women and the respect for women's movements and women's mm-hmm. bodies, but not everything has changed. We've just seen like a couple of months ago how a lot of Southern states, Midwestern states pretty much kicked um, Roe versus, versus Wade out the window, like pretty much removing the rights of women having the access to a healthy and safe abortion if they wanted to um, terminate a pregnancy. We don't know why they want to terminate a pregnancy. We don't know, God forbid, if it was due to incest, rape. They have a medical condition that they cannot hold the baby any longer, mm-hmm. or the baby wouldn't be viable outside of the mm-hmm. womb mm-hmm. when it's time. And I, just recently, I heard a story of a woman being, she. She was told that the the baby wasn't forming the skull at all. 
So the baby wouldn't be viable outside of the womb. So it was at a stage where she could have terminated the pregnancy, but due to the state that she's in, um, the state she's living in, they're like, absolutely not. They're denying her request. So now, unfortunately, she has to go through that trauma of pushing out a baby that wouldn't be able to live. Yeah. So why would you make me do that? Because y'all, people fail to understand that some women can naturally, I think, I'm assuming, if they, depending on what their mindset is at and where their mental state is at, mm -hmm. they probably can disassociate from the pregnancy. Some women have done that. They mm -hmm. absolutely don't want the kid. They know the kid is in their stomach, but they don't want it. Yeah. But then you have women who have bonded with that child. They want that child to be healthy, but then the doctor's telling them that the baby cannot be viable outside of this womb. Like, yeah. you would have to terminate, and it wouldn't be healthy for you to keep this child. And the state is having control of my body. I don't understand that shit. Like, how are you going to sit here and try to control people and when they should have kids? But I get it. It's deeper than that, but I'm not going to say it because y'all, before y'all Kanye West me no, in certain comments, God. I'm not, and it's, I've seen it on some certain pages that I truly believe that there was a little magazine thing I saw Newsweek like 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. And it said what America would look like by 2050. And it's this ambiguous um, woman, like fair tone, um, full lips, nose is kind of, it wasn't weirdly shaped, yeah. curly hair, thick curly hair. Because people are intermingling with different races, different mm -hmm. ethnicities. So there's a lot of talk about, you know, the reason why they want to control abortion is because supposedly the numbers are, people would assume that black women would be the ones doing mm -hmm. abortion so much, but there are numbers to show that white women are actually mm -hmm. doing getting abortions and that this fear of, you know, whiteness disappearing, the fearness mm. of, you know, too many... Becoming the minority. Yeah, too many white women either having abortions or they choose not to have kids. Some women mm -hmm. don't, probably don't want to have kids. They're like, you know, I'm successful. I don't want children. I don't foresee myself having children. I love my lifestyle the way it is. So the numbers of birth rates have gone down in that category, in that group of people. So government's like, you know what? We need to control this shit. We need more white women to have children. So yeah, we're going to end this whole abortion thing right here. Dead ass. Like, done <laughs> shit's finito finito finishes so it's like but it's weird how you're gonna try to control someone's body and tell them when and then you know the whole aspect of religion and whatnot i'm like y'all really want to bring religion they, in uh, here they love to pull from the like from the bible when it's convenient to them but church and state supposed to be separate y'all forgot mm -hmm. about that unless you live in a super religious country yeah i guess it flies in a sense like you know what I mean? But y'all already made it quite clear. Church and state is separate. It's written in legal documents. It's written in what, what you guys like to say. Your founding fathers wrote this. Mm -hmm. Church and state is supposed to be different. It's supposed to be separate. Like you don't involve religion in it. But that's literally how all of Congress justifies removing. Which is which is bogus to me because I'm like the way y'all move and how y'all. So if y'all want to put religion into it. Jesus literally said to treat others the way you want to be treated. The way y'all treat black people, the way y'all treat foreigners, y'all not acting very Jesus-like. No. Y'all really not. And then y'all want to bring religion. You can't pick and choose. Like how people tend to say, I mean, I, I go to church and they say, you know, no sin weighs more than the other. Sin mm -hmm. is a sin at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, yeah, we may look at someone committing murders. Like, oh, my God, how could you do that? You just outright kill someone, yeah. right? But, but it's then, equivalent to like you stealing. Stealing is still a sin. Lying is a sin. You Envying someone. Is a sin. 
gluttony yeah. is a sin you know what i mean like a whole bunch of shit is a yeah. sin right but then here y'all all determining like what oh, what weighs outweighs the other like, yes yeah you know what i mean but then you're not providing services for child care you're not no. providing um working mom hours some jobs refuse to provide that or they're not mm-hmm. suitable to fit a mom's schedule if she wanted to thank god for remote work oh lord jesus christ you know that's one good thing that came out of covid good lord. literally <laughs> literally and um they're not providing the tools to help women to take care of these children that you want them to keep Mm. So especially in states and the states that are asking for abortion, they have the lowest rates in education, the lowest reading rates, the lowest math. And y'all want people to have kids, but you're not providing the, proper school. In the wrong thing. Inve- if you want people to have kids, invest in education. Yeah. Invest in health care. Right. Like if you put into the system, maybe you won't have so many sick people, yeah. people who are dealing with health issues no matter what may be causing the health issue maybe if you provide the proper health care it's like america wants to make itself so advanced but then you look at other countries that america think it's better than yeah but they're typically more advanced than us and how they treat like a lot of european countries a woman give if i was to give birth today i'm home for a whole fucking year and i still have my job when i come back right and i get paid while i'm home america barely want to give you the 12 weeks america survives off of labor and literally Cheap labor at that. Yeah, they don't want to give you. They want to. They don't want to raise minimum wage mm-hmm. at all. But then yet, the cost to live is atrocious and it's fucking ghetto. I don't know what I buy at the grocery store. I'm damn near spending two hundred dollars. We're not even gonna talk about that part. <laughs> Jessica like, hearts breaks every time. <laughs> I just I for one person. I I don't know why. I don't, I don't think I shop right. To be fair, because. The amount of money you spend, or like some people that have multiple people in the household spend on groceries, I'm spending the same. And I'm just like, am I like not spending? But if you're choosing healthier options too, like even for me, like I stopped buying a lot of junk. I stopped buying cookies and stuff like that. Processed foods. Processed foods. So I would get oranges, bananas, eggs. Um, Yeah, I'll purchase like heavy cream for certain dishes I know I need to make. Uh, I try to get like pasta that have like veggies in them already Mm -hmm. because you know guys i struggle with vegetables but like healthy things like lettuce certain dressings some fruits that i like to eat i really enjoy that i know it won't go bad in like two days the moment i put it in the fridge those things cost money and the prices of those things have gone up considerably yeah right so things that used to probably like i'll go to the groceries and get four items just four items and the thing is already ringing up 70 dollars like it's only four things on this right. conveyor belt. Yep. Why am I paying seventy dollars? I went and just grabbed a few items. I already had majority of the stuff, but like a few items to make a pasta dish. Mm-hmm. Shit was forty dollars. I was like, you can go. They're saying the cost to go out to eat and food shopping is the same, so you might as well. Yeah. Like, girl, let's make reservations. Go out to eat because then you like with the exception of having to tip someone. That's yeah. it. That's the only extra thing because it's like, bro, if it's, it's gonna get to the point where the the cost that we're spending now is gonna be normalized. Like. Like the thought of like spending, like it's gonna be normal to spend forty dollars on one dish for one person. Mind you, I didn't buy a lot of fucking food to like. No reason why a gallon of milk. I mean, I don't drink milk, yeah, but a gallon disgusting. of milk should cost you five, six dollars. That is disgusting. That is disgusting. That is atrocious to me. Like, why? When I saw how much it used to cost, it's giving me more reason not to buy cow's milk. Like, I don't. I haven't drank cow's milk in like five years, but. I don't know. It's just ridiculous. My fucking oat milk was $2.89. I'll take that any day, all day. Yeah. 
But the moment y'all make that shit cost four dollars, I'm just not gonna have cereal. <laughs> then that's fine. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go buy oats, let it soak, and oh, yeah. create my own make fucking oat milk and almonds too, because it's like. A lot of things when people say, oh, you can just make it at home. I need to find the fucking time to make it. So that's the thing, though. I think people are capitalizing off of the working person. So for me, I um, don't have the time to sit there and make these things make these scratch. items. So I need the convenience of just buying a carton of oat milk or a carton of almond milk. I'm not sitting at home. People think I'm living on the farm. I'm not like, Susie Waking up at the crack of ass, which is probably 4 a.m. where people used to wake up yeah. back in the time and get the cows ready and get the chickens out to roost and feed them. I don't got time for that. And one, on top of it off, we live in a city or right. a town where it's not feasible. We don't live in we a world. pigeons. Either. And I don't <laughs> No, bitch. I haven't got seen a pigeon in a while. And fucking alley cats and a little coyote no. here. There sometimes, girl. <laughs> oh, now turkeys just roaming fucking and they be attacking people. So no, just <laughs> owning the street, like bitch. And don't you dare honk. <laughs> so it's like it's not feasible, but doable. Is, but this is more reason as to why, like having a child is not like ideal for a lot of people because financially no matter how much money you make and i don't qualify for wick for y'all who want me to have a kid i don't <laughs> supposedly i don't qualify for because supposedly i make too much money but i, I literally make- got paid yesterday and guess why i checked my fucking account it's gone. today just from paying bills my shit was negative 19 dollars and 42 cents i'm being honest with you guys so don't come to me asking me oh mm. when are you gonna have kids i literally have responsibilities by myself without children yeah and a child is more and i i want to be able to give my child the best i want to be able to love on them and hold them yeah. and take care of them and, and give them sure. all the things that they need and yes not the things want. that they want but the things that they need but i know love and support and emotional support is the one of the biggest factors because you may not have may not have enough money for that child but if you give them the emotional support and care mm-hmm. and mental support that they need and respect them as individuals, right? Even from the time they're this little bitty babies, right? They'll hopefully you pray they're amazing humans when they become adults, right? Um, you can't control what they do as adults, but you hope you instill in them and invest in them to be great people, mm-hmm. so that when you're no longer on the earth as parents, they can be amazing people. But finances play a role in that how can you expect me to give poor into my child when the funds people fail to realize when if i don't have enough money to take care of my kid that's stress and sometimes you don't want to bring that stress home and you don't want to bring that stress on your child Mm -hmm. and as a woman if i'm trying to heal from just pushing out people i don't think y'all understand we literally whole humans not half not a quarter not a third and i'm not a big math person those are numbers there came out of someone's body regardless if they had to cut your mother open or she had to push you up a baby a whole ass baby just came out of a woman's vagina right she has to heal she had her body has to go back to how it was hormone wise physically to how it was prior to giving birth and sometimes your body doesn't fully heal the way it's supposed to right and i need time to bond with this child i need time to make peace with the fact that i'm not pregnant anymore but then you want me to come back and be fully functional. Some jobs only offer 12 weeks. I was appalled. Like some jobs only gave you three weeks. My vagina has barely closed up and you want me, not, not my vagina, mm. my cervix. For those of you who don't know hum- female anatomy, go look it up. My yeah. cervix hasn't fully closed yet. And you want me to go stand on my feet or sit down somewhere no. while my child's at home. And I can, they can barely smell me because they're not accustomed to me, fully accustomed to me because I'm at work. 
dealing with yeah. fuckery absolutely the fuck not dealing with bullshit that i don't even pay you exactly right and mm-hmm. it's like crazy to me but then it doesn't surprise me because during slavery times yes i'm gonna take it there um when enslaved women gave birth you would be lucky if your slave master let you rest for a day or two. Mm. Someone would give birth 6 a.m. By 11, 12 noon, she's out on the field. Okay? She's probably still fucking bleeding and hemorrhaging. I don't know if the placenta so, even came out yet. That makes, like, that just, like, that's a gut punch. That's, yes. like, that's such a gut punch whenever I hear shit like that. So, stuff like that don't even shock me anymore when I read about stuff about America. Because I'm like, this ain't nothing new because this is how y'all still treat women. And yeah. then, this is why we say equality this you is why we say you ever think about like all of the women's rights that we had to literally fucking scratch and dig to get right it's almost like like can i have a piece i'm like here dear you always want something and it's a crumb like you always want something like bitch i'm hungry you know i'm hungry mm-hmm. and you're giving me this crumb and you mm-hmm. want me to be happy with that like no mm-hmm. you're not dealing with what i'm dealing with so you can't even begin to conceptualize or understand and so therefore the likelihood that you would Give me what I'm asking for is I have to literally scratch and crawl and fight to get those things. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then you have ignorant men um, who will say, well, y'all said y'all y'all wanted equality. Y'all wanted to come out into the world and work. Yes. At this point, I just want understanding because I don't want those things. But like the people that I do know that want it, I just want them to have like people around them. Like jobs to understand like what it physically feels like and what you physically have to go through women lose their teeth during pregnancy okay like whole all was 36 teeth all gone just done 30 well 32 is it i don't know it's 32 well do you count that with your the wisdom teeth it depends because some of them don't even come in at all anyways 32 I had fucking wisdom teeth, so fuck you. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like the amount of shit that because because it it's been going it, beginning of time, women have been given birth, so men just assume like this is what your body's made for. But that doesn't mean it's not difficult. It's not hard. It's not. Um, it doesn't consume everything in you to do that. Like it's one of the ways to die too. Mm-hmm. Women die giving birth. You have to understand your body's going through. A traumatic experience that is never experienced before. And even if it experiences again because you decide to have another kid, every pregnancy and every birth is different. It's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. When I watch videos, because I've always been intrigued, I've always liked to learn mm-hmm. things. Um, when I watch videos, the pain, the uh, I forgot the measurement of pain, but the measurement of pain, nothing in human life, with the exception of Can breaking a terrible, with the exception of breaking a bone, I think they said. Which is typically what happens, right? Your bones just like... Yeah. That's the only thing I think it can be compared to when giving birth. And that's what some people fail to realize. But then you have to even think about, like, the feeling of breaking a bone is just one feeling. Like, you break your bone, now you have, like, mm-hmm. this pain. This dull, like, this pain. Right? And there's a Until, cast they're going to put over. Yeah. Imagine doing that for 25 hours. <laughs> constantly breaking your fucking bone. It's the contractions for me that, like... Phys- you can be in labor I've been told some women have labor mm-hmm. they've only been in labor for 3 hours yep. some have been in labor for 12 some are in labor for 24 hours yep. but the baby is not ready yet you're just constantly getting this pain that they said it's 
it's like a thought it's like period cramps period cramps times 1000 okay and there's nothing you can do about it the only thing you can do is breathe when you feel it coming on Yep. Right, and hopefully you have a supportive, and that's another reason why too. Y'all be asking women when they're gonna have kids. First of all, if I'm gonna be getting pregnant, the person who got me pregnant better love me down because nothing is more dangerous than to be in the process of um, pregnant and losing your life, right? And all that trauma you gotta go through, and then to get pregnant by someone who ain't shit that don't want to be shit. And don't want to help take care of this kid. That's why it's also important, ladies, to make sure you pay close attention to the men you are entertaining. No, let's let's get on to that. I think a lot of women will settle because of the pressures that society and their culture gives them about not having a child or having children at a certain age. So (laughs) I can't sympathize with that. I can understand, but I don't I don't think it's okay um, to just settle for whoever you have you knowing that they're not going to be as supportive as you need them to be they're not going to be the father that you need them to be but you're so concerned with not having a child at at a specific age um that you just take whatever's there because you you know that saying everything happens for a reason maybe maybe for whatever reason it wasn't meant for you to have kids at that moment i'm just saying because we like to use that a lot like I, I, kn- I know the the saying I be hearing. I want to make sure my thoughts are in order. Um, like, you know, people like to say children are blessings. Yes, they are. But don't use that line because you just keep popping out babies, keep popping out babies. And you cannot. Or even if you're a couple and y'all just yeah. having kids and both of y'all know you have no means mm-hmm. or the mental capacity to take care of these kids. Stop having them until you are in the right space to have them. I know you cannot fully prepare yourself to bring a child into the world. Mm-hmm. I get that. But make sure you're in the the right state of mind. This excludes women who, God forbid, were rape, incest, things that were forced upon you. You're excluded from that. I'm not. I'm not <clears throat> putting you into that category. Yep. But us women who willingly lay down, have sex, unprotected sex, no birth control, no nothing, knowing that the end result could be a pregnancy, right, mm-hmm. or whatever. I agree with you with the whole settling. Because of the cultural aspect of it, of damn, here I am at 38, I'm still not pregnant. I mean, he, I, I guess we'll make it happen. No, the moment you got to think that way, hell fucking no. Don't do that to yourself. Because if you, if I can be laid on my back fucking you and you cannot support me, like certain things I got to constantly ask you, there's certain things I know some men will not know. He can't read our minds. Y'all, men can't read our minds, ladies, and we can't read theirs. There's certain things, obviously, we would have to ask them to do. Yes, but there's certain thing. things that I shouldn't have to ask you to take out the trash. I shouldn't have to ask you to do certain things. So if I got to do, I got to ask oh, you to do simple things. You know that's things? an argument that a lot of men have? Like when you try, when women want tradition, no, when women want modern relationships, but then input like traditional relationship, like title, like, um, I guess, gender related responsibilities, like taking out the trash. Fuck off! I take out trash. I cl- I do all those things <laughs> that I'm expecting. You cuss me out. I I do those things that I'm expecting the man to come in and help mm-hmm. when the time comes when we are living together. But trust and believe, I'll take a trash out if I need to. But if I am pregnant now, because once you hit some women, once you hit seven months, you can barely move. You're tired even more at this point. Because I think by the time you hit eight months, if I'm not mistaken, the baby now. In most cases, their head is facing down. The feet is up yeah. here, fucking your ass up. 
and the head is down here so you can no longer bend down to grab certain things or you got to be very agile to grab things yeah. sometimes i'll be rashing my knees like don't bend over to get that you know you can't get that let me get it for you stop don't do that yeah. you know there's certain things you cannot you can't be as agile as you used to be before your belly got bigger and then simple tasks that you can do freely it's tiring just yeah. going up to say like oh my god i'm so tired the baby is heavy That's how i feel now <laughs> you know, the baby's heavy. You got all these fluids in your body. You're swollen as fuck. You're swollen. Time. Your feet start to get swollen. Your hands, your face, everything is swollen. You don't want to be bothered. So you want me to bring life into this world, right? Your child, your big headed baby at that, right? But then you're not supporting me and helping me around in the house. But then, and that's what people don't understand. Like, this is why sometimes people are so quick when they see a relationship has ended yeah. right before the child even gets there right after the child gets there and then we're so quick to be like see this is why i stay single soon i get it but there, we don't know the circumstances would lead to their breakup maybe it's a good thing that they broke up and yeah. they're not meant to be with each other and it's actually safer that way that they're longer together and they rather co-parent we don't know that we can't base people's relationships that we see online or even our friends' relationship and base it off of ours because we are not our friends. We are not their yeah. relationship. We are us. We are our own person. And I get the whole societal and cultural pressure. I used to feel that way when I was 25. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know better. At 25, I felt like, oh, shit. In five years, I'm going to be 30. I'm not oh married. God. I don't have kids. And honestly, I think a lot of people get scared when they're about to be 30 because it's like that you're entering a yeah. different realm in your life 30 like oh shit there's another phase of my life there's certain things i thought and i realized like my 30s have been so much fucking fun i think mm -hmm. i have more fun in my 30s than i did in my 20s in my 20s i spent it wearing i was in school i was let's fucking break, broke let's break down like the age um groupings so like obviously zero to 18 years you're kind of told what to do yep people are kind of like keeping tabs on you where you're, where you're at what you're doing what you need to be doing and then as far as school obviously your teachers are keeping tabs your parents are keep, like everyone's keeping tab mm -hmm. and then obviously 18 you go off to college or not mm -hmm. um and you're kind of sort of responsible for yourself at this point mm -hmm. and so you're just trying to navigate because for so long you've had people tell you when where and what to what to do where to be when to be there mm -hmm. um and now it's more of like okay do what you gotta do and i'm just like no one's gonna tell me what to do like i gotta figure this out mm -hmm. so you're kind of doing that from 18 to maybe 25 mm -hmm. but then you it goes by so fast you're like fuck i'm about to be 30 in five more years and mm -hmm. i don't I, I just started getting to understand myself i just started getting to understand what it, what it's like to be an adult i just started getting my footing on how to be responsible and now you're concerned with being 30 and not achieving what you were told needed to be completed and done at that age or sometimes not even what you're told it's what we see and i think yeah well the good thing is social media wasn't as big as it was when i was 25 because it was still facebook at the time yeah. i think myspace was still around but not a lot of people were on it anymore because we all jumped ship and went to facebook and i think that year when i turned 25 instagram was just starting yeah. to come out right so literally all our interaction was facebook but we we're starting to see some people who already had gotten married. Some yep. people who had already had children. You're like, oh shit, I'm not. Yeah, like space it's yet. filled with like proposals and baby announcements. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh shit. But then I turned 30 and I was fine. Yes, I was in a relationship at that. No, I was already broken up. But before I had turned 30, I was going through that life changing mm -hmm. moment. It's like, okay, I'm entering another phase of my life. What are we doing this next phase? Are you going to change yourself? Or are you going to make changes this is in regards to my, my ex? Mm -hmm. What change are we going to make to do better? What are you going to change? Of course, 
didn't want to change. And in my heart at that moment, I knew that I'm not going to continue this relationship because I feel like even if things are good for three, four, five months, for however long, I'm going to mm-hmm. re- be repeating myself again. And that's not fair to me. Yep. So we broke up like maybe a month or two before my 30th birthday. And, you know, I was dating here and there for one moment. I took someone a little seriously. Then after that, I was like, nah, let me just let it be. And I stayed single for a while. Um, so the beginning half of my 30 was spent literally finding myself. Yeah. Like, what do you like to do, Peggy? What are your hobbies? Setting, starting to like, set, I didn't start setting boundaries for certain situations. So like seriously until like maybe two, three years ago before mm-hmm. I was trying to set them, but it wasn't like hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, I was like dabbing a little bit in it. So that's why I tell my students now, like, there's no rush for you to be an adult. Enjoy your teenage years now. Have fun. Even in your 20s, have fun. But be smart about it. Yeah. Don't be reckless, but have fun. Um, try different things. Travel. Use your money to travel. Don't spend it on frivolous things. That's why I was big on when I got to college. I'm like, yo, once I start making money, um, reasonable money, I want to travel. I want to make money to travel, experience new things, go to different states, cities, go to different countries, meet new people. Or whatever we don't have to be best friends but it's always good to know someone else from another country because who knows i might want to travel there again mm-hmm. and they hook me up with a spot so um now that i'm 36 and i realize another four years i'll be 40 40 don't even scare me it's just like i'll be like i wonder how i'm gonna look like because i'm 36 and i still is look that better. what you're thinking about literally 40? i'm not even thinking about nothing i'm not scared of i'm 40. stressed the fuck out no i'm not even worried about it because it's like I look for you know what's gonna scare me fucking fifty. <laughs> but see, I've seen I've seen fifty. My You've sister been there turned, before? No, I've seen my sister turn fifty, and I'm just like, it's really not that bad. Like, it's not. She doesn't look fifty. No, my no. mom had me really late forty, so I only know my mom fifty, sixty, seventy. Mm. And so, and when she was fifty, she was ripping and running, and you couldn't tell her shit. Like she was out and about. She didn't look a day over fucking forty five. Like. Your mother's so sweet. Right. And so... We know. Your experience is traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no. It's Honestly, it's all in perspective. Yeah. Like, I'm not scared of 50. It's just like... The only thing that... You're getting closer to death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing. And honestly, you don't know when you're going to die. No one tells you when you're going to die. I just don't want it to be sudden Mm -hmm. like that. Not in a bad way. And I don't want it to be in a way where I'm miserable. Like, I can't take care of myself. And so mm-hmm. I know has to come yeah. wash my ass. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I want to live. Like, my grandfather, I think he's 97. He's Jesus. moving. I want to, you know, Lord willing, live as long as he does. Like, the only pain he's dealing with is hip pain. I'm like, oh. You know, that makes kinda, sense. It's kind of expected, you know. Yeah. At that time, your body's not, your bone's not the same anymore. And that's what I have to explain What to is him. it going to mean for us when we're at that age? Girl, they might have robotic hips for us. I was. I keep hitting the mic. Sorry, guys. That I'm already dealing with knee pain. Like the wedding that I was at, my because I had an an accident on my on my right knee. But like the day after the wedding and leading up to probably like three days after, my knee was so swollen. They might tell you might need to replace your knee. I'm not replacing. But I heard it's it's never the same when they replace that shit. So, you know, I'm just, I just want to, that's why I'm doing my best. It's so hard because I'm dealing with a lot right now is to take care of my body better now. Yeah. So I'm not suffering when I'm 60 and I'm oh. suffering when you finally get pregnant. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. That's another thing too. So 
we can't force society to change, right? You no. still you still got dickheads out there. You still got people who literally want women. They mm-hmm. want all of yep. America to go back to 1945. I'm pretty sure of it. I'm pretty sure of it. And and we have to be mindful, not even mindful. Be aware, be aware yeah. that a lot of people in Congress are making yeah. these rules and regulations for us. These people were alive in the nineteen fucking fifties, who probably thought it was okay that black kids were getting subpar education yeah. when there was segregation. Right? These are people who were probably okay with the Jim Crow laws at a certain point. Okay? These people, their grandparents were alive. Yeah. Okay. During this time period, okay? So we have to be aware of these things. You know me, I don't like to get political, but this is why I always tell I people. I think I need to give myself grace because you said things are not going to change, right? But, like, I'm so fucking over mentally preparing my mind and my response for the people that are older than me that are going to look at me and when I tell them my age and my status, my relationship status, and the fact that I have no children. Like, I'm always mentally preparing my fucking... Like, how am I going to... Like, I know I'm going to say no, but, like, mm-hmm. am I going to be nice about it? Am I going to be snippy about it? Am I just going to, like, be give this person grace and be like, you know what? Let me further explain to you why this isn't for me or why I don't want this for myself. I'm sick of that shit. I, do, I know, like, we're not going to be able to change everyone's minds. minds yeah. But it's just, like, when are we going to just all accept... To mind our responses and mind our business. I think yeah. I think that's another thing. And I was having a discussion with a colleague. He he's like, it's not a bad thing, but he's like, I realize we're becoming more of an individualistic society where it's just me, 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 mm. and there's no communal thing where we it's a shared space we love each other and stuff like that i don't have to know you on a personal level to care for you we just care for humans and and this is before covid like people were particularly selfish and covid you know kind of made it even worse because i mean part of it was like we had no choice but to be on our own because you didn't want to spread a disease that was just dropping people like flies and we didn't know what it was but i think as a society in the last couple of years prior to covid we were slowly inching towards being very selfish Mm -hmm. like there's nothing wrong with being selfish to a certain extent where you feel like you're used up and you you want to fill up your cup because I cannot give from an empty cup, and we all know this, right? Yeah. There's levels to selfishness, like selfishness to care, take care of yourself, and there's people who are outright selfish, like they don't give a fuck if you're bleeding. They will record it. Don't even call nine one one. That I think that's on a whole different level of selfishness. Yeah. But I totally agree with them. Like, yeah, it's totally different. Like, I care for humans, but I I just can't deal with people causing harm and speaking outlandish shit without facts with no backup and true facts not some facts from left wing or white wing type of thing you did your own research and can think for yourself not someone telling you how to think and how to move but my thing is is like for me i think there's levels Mm -hmm. maybe you give them that grace the first time maybe and then if they become persistent but but you know no (laughs) i don't because people fail to realize like i get it you you try to be nice. You don't want to come out outright rude. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. So you you give them. You don't have to yeah. give them a full soliloquy of why you don't want to <laughs> have kids. But just I'm like, no, it's, I just don't want them. You calm tone, whatever. But if they try to give you a whole um, thesis statement as oh to why you need to God. have a, no, I I said already, I do not want to have kids or get married. Leave That's me exactly alone. what my sister said because I had I. <sighs> I had to reflect a lot on my like snippy attitude. I was very, I was not in my normal form. And I think it's because I was overstimulated. I'm so, 
I do so well in like private settings <laughs> that when it's like multiple personalities, multiple energies, multiple like conversations, it's good to have those conversations. It's good to be around those people because you learn a lot. You, you, you have community, whatever. But I've been so stuck on like very intimate settings, very controlled. And so I wasn't doing well. Basically, and everyone kind of caught wind of my attitude because I have a really bad fucking attitude. And uh, I had to apologize to my sister and then also thank her for de-escalating my response to the person asking me about marriage. Um, And I realized that I just need to be... I think I was being vague, like, oh, I don't want to be married. Like, oh, it's just not for me. Like, instead of saying that, like, marriage... I don't want marriage. Please don't ask me again. Like, she's like, be so direct that there's literally nothing they can say after that. Mm-hmm. She's like, but you could say it in a way where it's, like, n- not so, like, aggressive. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> like, but directness is, I think, what all of them need mm-hmm. when asking me. I think what bothers me more is that they think something's wrong with me because I don't want those things. Because they people... So, you have to remember for the last, what, I don't know, 100 years or more. A billion that years society had this perception of what women are supposed to be we're supposed to be quiet we're supposed to be oh uh, we can't burp or pass <laughs> gas and i'm like what the listen <laughs> i burp i pass gas there is a time and place for it and if yeah. i burp in public i will cover my mouth and say excuse me i just had a full course meal so i'm supposed to swallow my burp i don't get it it's normal bodily functions if we can say, oh, it's cute when a kid do it, but I can't pass gas, I don't get it. Like, yeah. there's a time and place for it. Yes, I'm not just going to openly pass gas around people I don't know. If I'm in the right. comfort of my home and you in my house, I'm going to pass gas. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. what do you expect me to do? But, but and want women to be quiet. You know, the whole thing of women were to be seen and not heard. Well, mm. that we don't live in those times anymore. I'm sorry. No. Like, I'm going to speak out. I'm going to speak up. You're not going to take advantage of me. And this is the thing that I battle with when I'm, passionate about something some people are quick to say oh you're getting defensive no the fuck i'm not stop assuming i'm getting defensive because mm-hmm. i'm not i'm speaking to you in a tone that yep. i'm passionate about i'm not yelling i'm not screaming i grew up in a household where you know a lot of, culturally with haitians we speak very loud mm-hmm. i catch myself when i'm like yo why am i getting loud i noticed my tone just went up because i got I, excited i think i talk i i laugh loud but like i talk very soft only because i've been around i don't know what it is about like our culture when they speak on the phone with people in Haiti or in Cape Verde, mm-hmm. it's like ten times louder. Like, oh my! Wow! <laughs> Hello, yo, just like that. Them, them damn calling cards they used to it's use, but now so it's WhatsApp. Loud! <laughs> I just be like, bruh. And then God forbid you whispering around them, like, shut up! I'm on the phone, and I'm just like, ma'am, we were sitting here having a conversation. You get the fuck up with your goddamn <laughs> call. Loud. No, I grew and most of us can relate. And there are times I've gotten like my voice has gotten loud and people are like, Why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm not yelling. My tone may have been raised. So say yeah. say tone it down. Don't because yeah. the moment you use the you assume the wrong thing about me, then I'm gonna be loud because yeah. oops, I won't I won't yell. I've never I can't say I've never yelled. There are times I've yelled for a certain mm-hmm. situation to get someone's like stop. Don't do that. Yeah. That's me yelling to stop you from doing it. And I typically do it to children so they don't hurt themselves in the process. Yeah. But I don't, I have yet to yell right now since I'm learning more about myself. I don't yell at an adult. I, my tone may no. have been raised, but I haven't yelled I instantly at an adult. shut down when I, uh, unless I'm in like, we've already, we're, we're there now. We're both there. Um, 
outside of that like when someone starts yelling like the opposite person that i'm talking to starts yelling i shut the fuck down mm-hmm. we're not having this conversation you're not going to talk to me like i'm a child you're not going to talk to me as though i don't understand what you're fucking saying mm-hmm. and you're not going to talk to me like you're above me because that's what that's what it feels like when someone's yelling at you it's like they're trying to put themselves above you and we're not doing that yeah so you're gonna I, I talk to yourself i haven't yelled only when i'm trying to get students to tell you like if there's a fight breaking out you have to yell no one's gonna use the soft soft tone like stop fighting you're gonna yell stop fighting go to class disperse yeah. like you know there are settings that make sense se- there are settings where you need to yell and i get that but if it's just me and someone's having conversation for me i do catch myself getting loud but i'm not yelling i'm not getting loud in the sense for you to feel like we're arguing. I just get excited about something. But some people don't receive that. And that's the thing. And I correct them every time. Like, I'm not yelling. Yes, I realize that my tone got louder. I apologize, but I'm mm-hmm. not yelling. So yeah. don't say I'm yelling. You haven't heard someone yell yet. Yeah. I, I guess you're not used to hearing people yell, but I know My cousin the difference would love you because we always have like we always tell her to stop yelling. She's like, I'm not yelling. And I'm just like, but you are though. <laughs> and she gets so angry. Like the minute you tell her she's yelling, she's ready but to But the fight. people who really know me will say, like, bitch, why are you getting so loud? Mm-hmm. Loud. You right next to me. And I've said that to my students one time. She literally yesterday in my ear we're talking. We're in the cafe. I'm like, why are you so loud? You getting so loud. Oh, I'm sorry, miss. I'm like, you don't hear yourself, huh? Because it's like, I know they're not yelling because we're not arguing. It's just they don't. Sometimes the thing is people don't understand the way my voice sounds or the way our voice sounds in our head. It sounds different to you out the output part. That's why when we play back voice messaging, like, man, I sound like that. And not realizing. Even just this podcast alone, listening to us (laughs) audio. I'm like, why you got to sound like a hyena every time you laugh? That's just naturally you don't try to suppress it. But yeah, I know I definitely try to suppress it. But. I say all this to say. Oh, wait. Before. Oh, yes. Okay, Peggy. Go. So, wait. So, these are some thoughts that were going through my head last night when I was writing this down. So, yeah. first, I started off with society. Society, even though it's been more modernized, but certain things aren't set up yeah. to allow women to choose how to live their lives. Right? So, society has gone through some changes mm-hmm. and allowed women into the workplace. Right? Allowed women to make minimum wage or whatever the salary is. But we realize that when we have kids, we Hold miss a bank out. Account. We miss out yep. on pay. So that's why a lot of times the pay will never be equal because the time I'm spending at home with my child, the man can still go to work. Yep. But even if I wasn't at home to have children, I'm still missing out on pay because you will still pay me less for doing the same work, having the same experience as a man. And that's where, when we say we want equality, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And not being mistreated because I'm a woman in the workplace that's probably dominated by men. Mm-hmm. It's like, you wouldn't want your daughter to be treated that way, so why are you treating me that way, right? So we get the societal aspect for it. This is just a glimpse from my mind. So yeah. don't take it and run with it and say, this is what Peggy's saying. Yeah. Culture-wise, we I do realize some cultures view women as useless sometimes if they don't get married or have children. They're like, oh, you're at this age, you still don't have children? Like, what are you good for? Excuse yeah. me? Yeah. I bring happiness to your lives. I provide great advice. I, I serve a bigger purpose than breeding children. Exactly. I'm, I'm a fucking I'm cow. not a fucking machine that just pops out babies every single time you press a button. Like, yeah. that's not what yeah, solely... Yeah. I know biologically... The body's set up for that. Yeah. Like, there's certain things that you don't want your body to do. Your body naturally is just going to keep producing the eggs until either it mm-hmm. stops doing mm-hmm. it or you get pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Naturally, I know the body's set up that way. But I don't you know, have you to You know have what kids. I just thought of? So, like, people people always say, like, well, that's what your body's made for. Like, you have the uterus, you have the eggs, you're supposed to procreate, right? But there's also other organs that we have in our body that we were born with. 
but has no fucking use. Mm-hmm. Lack an appendix. So you're telling me that just because I have a uterus that I'm supposed to have children? So what's, so what's the purpose of an appendix? What's the purpose of a wisdom tooth? Like the things that literally Mind serve you no purpose. Mind late in life and cause you so much pain. fucking pain. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so much So there's pain. so many other things that we could argue we have that we're born with or we grow when we're getting older in our bodies that have zero fucking use at all. And... Yet that's the only argument they can come up with. Outside of religion, that's the only argument they can come up with mm-hmm. is the fact that we have these organs and that we are meant to procreate. Mm. Ciao. And then I didn't write this down, but I had mentioned earlier the whole religion aspect. Mm-hmm. People want to use religion like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be used for. There's a you like we said earlier. You can't pick and choose when you want to bring up the Bible because there's a lot of things in the Bible we're not supposed to. Do. We're not even supposed to eat shrimp, lobster, mm-hmm. crab pork them shits be good though but here we are eating them for those of you who do eat them we're not supposed to eat those yep. you know you're picking and choosing we're not supposed to wear clothing that has mixed fabrics yeah. and i be having things that have spandex and polyester i don't think those supposed to be mixed together with a little bit of cotton like come on flash. you know since i want to be technical and yeah. use the bible well let's go at it then yeah you know you're supposed to rest on the seventh day no some of you guys work seven days a week like, come on. If you're going to use the Bible, use the Bible for the whole oh, thing. Yeah. And some of you guys misuse the Bible. I, there's not one person. I, I, I can I can say this with confidence. I don't think there's one person on this God's green earth that follows the Bible word for word. No. For those who are Christian. I know there's other religions out there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? That's only... Yeah. Yeah. We're talking from the Christian perspectives because some of y'all Christians be on some shit. And it be making me wonder, like... Y'all not living Jesus like no, and y'all know me. I said it before. But preaching it every Sunday, preaching it every Sunday, like you're holier than thou. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And for those of you, especially the super racist ones, Jesus did not <laughs> die on the cross and left you guys in charge. He did not leave any paperwork. I can assure you. And Jesus was black. Let me know what white person has woolly hair. And the description of Jesus I was told about with his golden or bronze skin. None of y'all look like that. So please no. take a seat. Oh my God. Learn to love everyone. Picking and choosing. The, the, it's the, pick, the picking and choosing. Yeah. I get it. But all of us are not perfect. Mm-hmm. We all got work to do on ourselves. Yeah. But those of you who are gun ho on the hate and trying to control. And you know what? And I think you guys forgot the other aspect of the Bible. <laughs> God gave us free will. Yeah. Yes. I'm, you're on this earth. You can do whatever you want to do. You want to choose know, evil. Choose evil. You want to choose good. Do good. But there will be consequences for everything that you do, whether yeah. gra- regardless if it's good or bad. Yeah. And that's what I think humans fail to realize. We have free will. Now, what you do with that is mm-hmm. on you. So if I'm out here ripping and running, causing harm to people, eventually it's going to catch me and bite me in the ass. Someone's going to do harm to me. Someone Mm -hmm. might end up killing me for all the harm Mm -hmm. that I've done. So can't be shocked by that. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who are doing all this, trying to control people, or if it doesn't align to what you like to do, oh, no, Jessica's not living right. I I have to hate her. I I have to cause her harm because she's not living the way I see fit. She's not my fucking kid. And even if she is my kid, Unfortunately, sometimes the way we want our kids to be, they may not end up being that way. Right. Let it be. You right. don't you don't own your child like they are your children. You're supposed to care for them, but eventually they're supposed to venture off, right? But we wanted to let you guys know yeah. that it's okay to not want kids 
or marriage, let alone a man if you're into men. Okay? A man does not define or into you. women. Yes. If you want to just be by yourself, then be by your fucking self. Uh, a man doesn't define you. A relationship doesn't define you. Marriage mm-hmm. don't define you. Kids don't define you. You define you. The way people can judge you is literally how you treat others. Like, yeah. I may not know you from a hole in the wall, but if I see you interacting with people with respect from a distance, mm-hmm. and regardless of the person is a billionaire or just a janitor yeah. somewhere, and you treat them with the same respect, I can respect you on that. Now, if you're mistreating people, I'm going to look at you funny. But I cannot define you because you don't want kids. Or you don't want to be married. You don't want to be in a relationship. You mm-hmm. want to be a free person. Like today, you might be in a relationship and three months later, you know what? I want to be single. Yeah. So be it. Mm-hmm. We need to stop putting controls and putting people in boxes they do not want to fucking be in. Mm. Like we have to learn to accept that and move on. Like, I don't get it. I mean, don't let Peggy read you for filth. Because <laughs> she just said a word. Just said I'm a just box. saying, like we as... Especially the adults. I know a lot of 65 plus people ain't probably mm-hmm. aren't probably watching or listening to us. Mm-hmm. But at least for us, we can set the tone for what it's going to be like when we're in our 60s. Yes. Like we can be that change. We can be the the shift um, in our society. Yeah. You know, when people start seeing like. I feel like our age group is the shift, to be fair. Yeah. It's the, it's the beginning of the shift because us millennials are the groups that literally like will leave a job because we're not happy. You're not paying me. You're not giving me respect. All right, bye. Sometimes you might get a two weeks notice. And our parents don't understand that. They're like, no, so you're not staying at this job for the no, rest of your life? No, because they grew up in a generation, you find a good job. You put your 30 Whatever that even year, means, good right, job. Right. You, you, but back then, jobs, the cost of living wasn't high. That's what our parents yeah. and grandparents had to realize. Cost of living wasn't high. Mm-hmm. Um, cost of food minimum to buy a house wasn't crazy and your job was paying you well Mm -hmm. even to buy a car wasn't crazy so yes you could afford to stay at that job for 30 plus years until you retire and live comfortably now and buy a house and have multiple cars and shit yeah now the cost of living keeps rising and rising but the minimum wage Mm -hmm. is stagnant Mm -hmm. like i don't need to go be a fucking football player to make millions to live comfortably that don't make no sense and I'm going to end it right here. America, y'all don't care for the average worker. Y'all don't care about teachers. I'm mm-hmm. saying teachers first because y'all really don't re- fucking respect us, no. right? But expect us to work fucking miracles with your kids. Y'all don't respect teachers. Y'all don't respect nurses, doctors, people who are saving your life. Yeah. But y'all put more emphasis on entertainers mm. um, and athletes. I'm not saying athletes. A lot of athletes have put money into organizations that do help the yeah. less fortunate. And I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. But y'all respect those people. Y'all put those people on a pedestal than you do the average worker. Mm. Y'all really do. And this is why our society is so ass backwards. So I'm going to end it on that. You want to add anything else, girl? I mean, you said it all. So uh, just respect people and their decisions on what they want for their lives. And that's that. But on another note, we will catch you the next episode. Peace, bitches.